I do have a mouth and I can scream, but I won't. Welcome <laughs> to Book Record Beer. We are back. We are here joined uh, twofold by one Brittany and one Nick, soon to both be Perilli. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Great to see you. And as always, I am joined by Nick Gregorio. Hey! And Daniel DeFranco. Oh, I'm a blob of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, upon, you know, sort of like, this is Britt and, and, and Nick's sort of wheelhouse, I would argue, a little bit of speculative, sci-fi, slightly gaming uh, fiction. Would I be wrong there? I don't know. I feel like not at all. No. Yeah, I feel like you guys actually really turned me on to a lot of this stuff. Especially uh, Brit's uh, novella was very, very gaming and very, very cool in this way that I was unaware of. So this is, would you call this definitely a genre piece, right? Yeah, genre. Absolutely. I yeah. think it's a little more. I think hard leaning into Nick's realm in the sense that it's like way out. The suspense is killing me. You guys keep talking about this thing, and I don't know what it is. So, <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick, this was your choice, right? I, I threw it to both of you, but I think you came back with "I have no mouth and I must, I must scream." scream. Yes. by Harlan Ellison. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, let me know when when did you first read this? Because you revisited it, right, to read it for this? Yeah, so I guess I read it back in the early 2000s, but I was actually introduced to it through the game that they made based on it. So I guess that was a weird way to go to get to it. But you know, it's so funny because I feel like on a lot of uh, YouTube um, videos, I'll go there because I know the fucking song from, you know, music. And so many comments will be like, did you come here because of Tony Hawk, Skateboarder Pro 3500? Right, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, I had no idea that was even on there. And then almost all the comments for certain songs I got here via video game. Yeah, they're Absolutely, not the YouTube yeah. comments I get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to fall down yeah. that uh, <laughs> rabbit hole. But So I have no mouth, I must scream. Um, this is an older story, right? They, mm -hmm. they made the video game... Uh, 1995, I think. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you're talking about this dude was born in 34, mm -hmm. right? So he wrote this when he was like 60. Um, and I think for that, that's pretty interesting in, in, the, in the sole fact that um, it seems to have a very young voice. Uh, the comedy, I felt, was a young voice. I felt like uh, a lot of just kind of like the general awareness of what computers were, I guess at that time, right? Uh were, were, was something that, you know, I felt as a young person, my friends knew more than my parents, for sure, about computers and were logging on to all this stuff um, and, and into it in a way that, that, that they could never be. So I, I really, I don't know, I, I commend them for that. I'm definitely going to disparage them for some other things. But I felt like uh, overall, the story had like this youthful energy to it that was, was really, really... Um, very interesting when I went back and was like, oh, this guy was born in the 30s. Holy shit. Like, he should have been a curmudgeon. Not to say that he wasn't. He probably was. It kind of feels curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> a like, there's a little bit of curmudgeon. was kind of a, he was a, he was a pretty big dick, from what yeah, I understand. Just, yeah. 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 He's still alive, actually, I think. Um, yeah, so he was born in 34. He's still alive. Yeah. So he's he's pretty uh, he's pretty up there. He's also had five wives, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, to, to to get us started, um, 
does Nick? Why don't you give us sort of like a brief overview of, of you know what the story is about for our for our listeners? Broad strokes here, bub. All yeah, right. broad strokes. So I guess it's about five characters who are um, at the whim of a supercomputer in a world of his own making, and at the center of the Earth, I believe. Um, Certainly they, underground. Certainly underground, yes. Yeah. Um, the video game, actually, they're definitely at the center of the earth. There's a lot of the video game explodes the story in very many ways. It takes it crazy different directions. But yeah, so, um, and they're just have to survive here. And it's from the perspective of one of the five characters. And they have to survive. And they the AM, the Allied Master Computer, he can do anything to them. He can make hurricanes and earthquakes and yeah. giant fucking birds and... And he can keep them alive. Yeah, and more, they're essentially immortal. Because yeah. they've been they've been around for 107, 105 years by this point. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and they're the only five. He murdered the rest of the human race, and then they're the only five that are left. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think I think that's that's sort of where, where we're at. That guy's a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> sure the is. supercomputer you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, and so I think when we started getting into this, one of the one of the major things. Um, that I started sort of like pulling from this was this notion of control uh, and, and how, you know, he, he doesn't ever forget to say that this thing that has essentially destroyed the planet and made it its own um, was made by human hands. Right. And, and this idea of uh, also fathers and sons kind of showed up quite a bit uh, for me in this. And I, I, I wonder what people thought about that idea that, you know, never to forget or separate the humanity from the machine. Um, I felt like that was something that that seemed to hit me in a number of time, a number of different ways, a number of different times throughout the story. Um, I felt like it was it was it was kind of profound. So I don't know what, what anybody else kind of thought about that, um, but that idea of separating man from machine. I mean, he's he's like they are specifically there because they these are like the five people that created it. Like that's kind of I think it's an interesting thing to kind of look at because like. At first, they all are like, oh, we don't really know, like, why Am is doing this to us. And, the, and then kind of Ted is like, no, we did it. And that mm-hmm. and I think it also is interesting to look at. It's not just like this is something created by human hands, but like the, the sort of power and sort of insanity of like you create a thing that can think and then force it to be confined. So, like, yeah. I think there's at one point where it's like even in this system, like Ames killed everything is you know, has almost complete free reign and is essentially to them a god, and yet he can't wander, he can't do all of these things. Like, he's still essentially trapped. And so yeah. it's like, he's almost in his own, a hell of his own making, and it's like, if I'm going to be down here, like, you fuckers are going to be too. So yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's crazy. I think it's really uh, pretty interesting too, because then the thing that he lacks, like when we take intellect to this sort of extreme level, the thing that you lack is, is, is that sort of like animalistic, just the body. Right to have to have the body and, and, and the animal urges and the, the, the ability just to move, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because I know uh, it, it was one of the like, I think it was it's probably still the most viewed like TED talk was Sir what's his name uh, he's talking about education and, and how dance is really important and stuff like this but he goes I was a college professor once and and if we look at how schools sort of set up the winners are the college professors right you've won at school because you've made it to that end and whatever and he goes I've met a lot of college professors they basically use their bodies as vehicles to get their brains to meetings. And that is kind of, I think the thing here, right? Where we, we forget about um, the body and, and, and all that it can do and, and how that's 
such a important part of being human. And I think we we are coming to an age, you know, this is this is what now uh, 23 years old, the story. Right. And it was kind of at the, the, the dawn of the Internet and things of that nature. And now we're, we're we're at a place where we really don't value our physical selves as much other than to be like superficially sort of like I feel like ogled and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but we're, we're much more focused on 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 I think the the brain and the intellect and, and then like what we can do. I don't know. My body is a constant reminder of <laughs> its bodiness because of all the pain it puts me through. <laughs> right. You guys have talked about robot bodies. I loved when I, I was like, what are they gonna say about robot bodies? I need you've one. talked about robot bodies so much. But we see the downfalls. Yeah, I'll take right. it over the still planet. Sounds It'll be better. fucking great. It sounds so much better. Yeah. My I have a sharp pain in my throat every time I swallow. I don't want that anymore. I don't want it. You might right? get a but giant, the imperfection like, is what makes us <laughs> It's what makes us human. Yeah. I, imperfection. I think man. I picked the ape wiener. So <laughs> Right. So so that's the thing. The the um this is a cruel, cruel, like biblical God. Mm-hmm. This the yeah. you know, I mean like this this computer is is like almost a, a dick and a spiteful dick to like unheard of levels where he takes this really uh really good looking intelligent um you know well built dude and ter- turns him into a monkey right yeah. um and then also just as an aside throws in uh that this guy is also uh, gay so he gives him a gigantic wiener as if he wouldn't use it because he was gay. Right. Like what? Yeah. What? Like what was the? I didn't get that, Harlan. I didn't. Like oh, he that, would of that's course use Old it. Testament. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was the that was the thing that I thought was really interesting. Is is there? There was a lot of biblical reference for me here, where we have this spiteful Genesis God, right? And we also have um, this idea where not only are you know the is the gay guy just being the most persecuted for sure, right? He's just being ripped apart, but also we have this um, sort of look at suicide and, you know, you think back and, and, uh, you know, you can even take it to the literary perspective. Ophelia isn't meant to get her, you know, rights and her proper burial because she, she commits suicide. And that's, you know, not that long ago in the scheme of things that Christianity absolutely sort of like outlawed you being able to go to imaginary super space, you know, and, uh, if you commit suicide and that's kind of here too, like right? suicide, you can't take your own life. He prevents it every single time mm-hmm. this, this, this computer. So I feel like there was a lot of, I wasn't sure. And this is what I'll pose to you guys. If he was critiquing or if he was sort of exacerbating and, 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 and almost pumping, pu- pushing up some of these like stereotypes and, uh, and I don't know, archaic views. I'm going to kick that to Nick and Brit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to take it? Go ahead. I was just, I mean, that's one of the big things that I was like, oh, the story when we were reading it. And I was like, oh, I'm really glad we're talking about it. But I was also kind of like, oh, God, I don't know if I really want to talk about this because it's right. like being, you know, a woman and having to like listen to Ted being like, oh, that Helen, that slut who is one of the five. She's the only yep. female. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the very beginning of the she story, she services them. She services them. Yeah, and at the very beginning, really Ted, uh, <laughs> they basically like aim says like, or puts into their brain that there might be like these canned foods somewhere. And so everyone's like, oh, we should try to do it. Even though they know it probably doesn't really exist. 
and Ted is sort of the narrator. Ted is sort of the uh, the linchpin, where it's like either if they if he wants if he doesn't go, like it doesn't sound like they'll go, and so he finally mm, agrees. Yeah. And then he's like, and then Helen took me out of turn twice, even though she didn't have to or whatever. And I was like, dude, because he acquiesced to going. And yeah, and, and it's like, and then he was it. like, but not that it matters anymore. It's like, of course it matters to you. That's like all you talk about. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think it's well, interesting. I mention it if it doesn't matter. That's right. the big thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She I mentions know. that like she's with the guy with the big wiener more. Yeah, and he's like oddly upset. That she is getting some type of pleasure in this like hellscape. Yeah, like yeah. come on, well, and man, if- this is the worst. And of course, do you let them let them you know have their way every day. This is the worst. Yeah. You're the only five people, <laughs> and he's fucking with you constantly. This is your life, yeah. and you're like, <sighs> she never comes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird because Ted's like, I'm the only one that doesn't have to like, doesn't have anything wrong. So like Nimdok is, you know, has become this sort of like ape man and Gorister. He like goes off into the darkness every once in a while and that shit just happens. That me more than anything. Shit just happens to him and he comes back and his life is just I just want to follow fucked. his timeline. I just want to be in his sort of view. Right? And then he's like, but Helen, Helen's good. Like, you know, the only thing that happened to her is she became more of a slut than she already was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she doesn't come, apparently. And it yeah. was just kind of like, I would I would love to just know what Helen's thinking on a daily basis. It's like, brutal. I'm sure this is just a walk in the park for her. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I think that it is a little bit touchy in the sense of, like, these stereotypes. But it's yeah. also kind of, I think that if it would have been broader, kind of like how it is in the video game, you would get a little bit more... It, I don't know. I just feel like there'd be a little bit more to the characters. There's a lot here, yeah. but it's almost so, so superficial that it feels a little bit like wincing instead of. Well, I got a distinct feeling that the the assertions being made about these characters weren't for the story or any other purpose than Ellison being a dickhead. Could be um, because it just the the writing itself seems wildly mean spirited. Well, I th- but the thing is, like, I, I felt like there was this voice, right? And, and, and the voice is Ted, who in my mind seemed to be the son of the computer in a lot of ways. Like, it, it, or the guy who, who, who felt like perhaps he was the one, the main engineer who made the computer, right? You don't really get a distinct idea of, of, of who was really sort of, but somebody had to be, right? If it's a group. Somebody really had to be sort of the lead on that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might have been Ted because Ted is kind of spared. And you would think that perhaps the computer would spare or treat his uh, creator in that way. And I, and I, I, I do want to go back to Allison takes like sort of like a very specific moment uh, to where Ted um, does recognize that he only thinks of the computer as masculine as patriarchal mm-hmm. and, and all this hate and all this stuff is woven into that. And so I, that I was going back and forth the entire time. Like, are these stereotypes meant to be that this is Ellison? Like, this is, this is what he thinks. This is an old man. And this, you know, this is how he thinks. Cause that threw me. Like when you first Nick Perilli told me about this story um, and said that it was an older story and you didn't know if it would be dated or not, but you know, whatever. Um, I, that, I had that as a lens going into reading it. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, this is an older dude. This is an older story. Perhaps it does have some of these antiquated modes of thinking and stuff like that. And then I saw these flashes. And I'll call them that because I don't know and I won't pretend to say that I am sure he's not a 
total dick, right? Or not, but he does take great pains. You know, most of the time I thought of AM as it without a soul, but the rest of the time I thought of him as him in the masculine, the paternal, the patriarchal, for he is a jealous people, him, it, God, as daddy, the deranged, you know, and he, yeah. he does really take, I think, you know, quite a bit of time there to, to, to call him out, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and to recognize that this is, this is pretty fucked. You know, and yeah. so I don't know. I don't. I, I. 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 still am there. I'm still in this sort of like middle ground of if 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 he's truly a dick or if he is really making some commentary using these stereotypes because they go throughout, right? The gigantic mm-hmm. dick and 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 sort of that borderline, if not racist, sort of comparison to the to the the monkey man, right? He turns him into that because he was good looking. I don't think that 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 didn't work for me. I I, I felt like. Even if he was trying to make some commentary there, he crossed a line that he shouldn't have crossed and that it actually was in the offensive sort of like realm and didn't contribute enough to not be yeah. offensive because he could have done a million different things for that. I think in a way, I think he sort of says that it's like, oh, well, because this guy is a white guy and he's gay, I can make him into sort of like this primordial sort of version mm-hmm. of himself. And then like Helen, who is, I think, Native American, um, I think that is kind she of. She was definitely darker because he takes darker great skin. pains to 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 contrast her skin tone to the snow right. when they're in the Arctic. Yeah. And I think that's it's something where I was kind of like, eh. like he's very careful with sort of the the stereotypes that he puts together, but yeah, yeah they are a little well, bit. And so this was the big thing that I kind of thought of, like, I thought at, at for a moment, and I don't know, it blurred for me because I don't know if, if sure they might be the five that created uh, him. But then he's in their head. Like, he takes, like, a full page almost to where Am is in Ted's head, right? And messing with stuff and telling him stuff. And Ted is clearly paranoid, right? So I don't know if Am has now gotten into them so much that he is making them into stereotypes of humans. Like, what he would think a human would be, right? Based on this, that, and the third. Because he has, you know, basically, the technology that he has is all of the technology from the various uh, major world powers when they're during the cold war trying to murder one another. So racial profiling, things of that nature might very well have been part of their system. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. It was intriguing though. And I think we missed that. That's one of the big things. The computer was made during the cold war, right? Put underground as this massive thing to, to gather data on people. It's a supercomputer. They're supercomputers. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. But like the fact that they were that they were uh, sort of like put these I, I just imagine these major structures being put through the ground and then being created dug out in this sort of bunker type situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't. I you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna jump to the end. Can I jump to the end, please? Whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Nick. <laughs> There's three Nicks here. Listener, figure it out. Uh, and two of them got said, please do. And you gave one the credit. So, <laughs> fuck. He didn't do it. We tried to get a little like, do gone. Go for it. So the narrator is Ted. Yes. <laughs> Great contribution. Well done, You're seriously. on a fucking roll. Well done. Well done. He's on a fucking roll. He's the last person alive in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yes. So, who the fuck is he talking to? Right. Ah, yes. Really bothered me as a logic problem. That the, bothered you, huh? Immensely. I feel like that's the only way that he is still able to exist. I felt like yeah. when I feel like 
the only person on the planet. I I talk to myself constantly. I'm not it mad just at kinda Ted. Keeps me a little bit sane. I'm mad at, at Ellison. Why make that choice? Because you don't get a story otherwise. Yeah, you do. You can do this in third person, right? Mm. I'm not sure. I think we need to much. be zoomed in on Ted. Yeah, I would say you need to be. I think we yeah. need to be in on Ted. Listen, I like being there, but at the end, I was like, wait a minute. You can't. How are you even saying these things? Right, because he. I mean, it's in the title. He's, yeah, he has no mouth. He has no mouth. <laughs> he's well, he's thinking them. To who? I mean, I himself think... to keep himself. How are we reading it? Oh Jesus! You're gonna take it. I mean, it's it's it's. What do you what do you want? You know? I don't know. It's. A, I guess <laughs> like that question is your 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 bread and butter. Like you. Right. You, like, right. I think that all the time. I think that all the time. But I I, I recognize that. I get it. You're a, right. It's a work of like, fiction. Like it's not an epistolary. Yeah. You know, sort of story. But but I I do think that all the time. You're absolutely right. It didn't it didn't trip me up here. No. It did. It really. It didn't even occur to me here. Only at the end. You're right. I, I think about that constantly. But I like I, I liked being in the world, but at the end. Huh. How did we get this story? And I know it's it's kind of stupid suspension of disbelief. I get it. Sure, um, but I immediately thought of Johnny got his gun, and right. that's that's a story that exists solely in the narrator's head. Yep. And I feel like in that one, um, uh, Trumbo put the device of the narrator knows Morse code, and that's how we get all that. That's how we get mm-hmm. these treaties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Well, you talking about Trumbo too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's the man. I mean, not so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I get that. It didn't it didn't throw me as much as the things that pulled me out were the things where I was like, is this is this him playing with stereotype and, and commenting on it, or am I just trying to make it that way so it's not just a, a arguably racist or or sort of like yeah. you know? I guess that's what I latched untoward. onto because I don't really I don't typically read sci-fi. It's not my uh, usual go-to. I've got sure. um, Ellison's uh, collection, Hard Candy. I think is what it's called, Angry Candy, Hard Candy. Something, something like with that. candy, yeah, right, and it's got a lot of his stories in it, and some of them are pretty good. Some of them are, I, I feel like from a craft point of view, kind of lazy. Just the writing's not really that that great. Yeah, stories are good, ideas are good. So when I read a story like this, I'm like, all right, this is a fun world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> fun, huh? To read, yeah, yeah to read. <laughs> Holy you know, shit! It's, I it's, know exactly where I'm going for vacation next year. <laughs> yeah. Take me there. Uh, rusted CPUs. I mean, but I think that kind of takes into it. Kind of comes into play when you think about computers, and then also like the paranoia that Ted is sort of experiencing. Like you could sort of say that, yeah, this is in his head, but this is all. You could also say that, like if aim is really killing them because this is what i got hooked up on because for me in a world where you're creating stuff like these are people they can die but they keep saying like oh all this shit's happening to them and i'm like so is it happening to them physically or is like is it all just in their brains and so i kind of almost wonder like to your point like yeah it's in ted's mind but also like how much of it is really in ted's mind it's like the newest newest stranger things where the 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 other girl can can make you see things like right. as if this tunnel has collapsed right. behind you, right. but it has not, mm-hmm. right? And you totally believe it as you you come to a screeching halt in your car and you look and it's just rocks and rubble and stuff. But Ten minutes later, there. it's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So right? perhaps, absolutely, I was thinking that as well. Like, is this is this just a really because when he said he was walking around, that mm-hmm. that and was walking around in his head yeah. and 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 telling him these things and, and explaining them uh, it felt like they were so interconnected and linked that i really wondered 
you know, what the what the fuck was actually happening. And I like that you don't really get a sense that you do yeah. know in the end because he goes, you know, there's shiny metal all over the place because I'm in a gigantic computer. Mm-hmm. And so I can see my reflection. But that's also you're seeing your reflection in. Yeah. The computer. So yeah. who's to say that this is that this is that this is real at all? You know. So what I'm, what the I'm, story. I'm sorry, Daniel. Go ahead. So what I'm hearing is two things: is that perhaps AIM? Are we calling them AIM? AM. AM. I think it's both either. Okay. Allied AM. machine AM. We're so we're calling. Yeah, I was AM. calling them AM the whole time, but yeah. you know, AIM is is just so much better because it, it harkens back to AOL's the messenger, which was around <laughs> the time period that this was written. Because well, it's AM. That's oh that, huh? Interesting. I don't think it was referred to as that then. No. Aim? It I was just called Instant Messenger, wasn't no, it? it? was just Instant Messenger back in the day. And then it, when it went to just the, oh, the, yeah. the regular... Oh, yeah, you had AOL. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of discs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> minutes. Everybody had about 50,000 hours <laughs> so, at some point. Uh, two things. Uh, a, is that maybe the machine at some point gave Ted a typewriter and let him write his story and then turned him back into a... Uh, Globulous a, yeah. beast. Or, or two... I brought up a really good point to invite uh, interesting dialogue. I think. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Way to circle back on that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I don't know. I, I have similar discomforts about the story as you. Uh, often, and you, I mean, uh, Nick, um, because often I would feel like these people are in a room and they're hooked up to some matrixy looking sure. contraption. Sure. Um, and all of this is happening in, yeah, in like a knows? brainscape. Yeah. Um, Eating gruel. But then it was very visceral. Yeah. Like visceral enough to, to to feel like it was all happening. Instead the of translucent like, big fucking bird was cool yeah, as shit. Yeah, it was Call, really? Causing a hurricane. Here's some bows and arrows. Good luck. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. A, and a water pistol. And a water gun. Dude, <laughs> that, dude that was that so was fun. Hysterical. That was that so, water gun. There was like six times where where he would do the single word. Right, like full stop kind of uh, joke. And I was like, ooh, that was good. Yeah. Like, it Zinger. really, I was like, nice. <laughs> Fucking water pistol. This thing, what is dick? Its wings were so powerful, it shot you. <laughs> Across a fucking landscape that took you weeks to traverse, and now use a water pistol to fight it and kill it so you can eat it. That's crazy. Yeah, there's plenty of meat if you can kill it. Yeah. Right. Wink. Ha 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 ha. You know what was really Speaking funny? Of meat. That guy ate the other guy's face. Oh yeah, yeah. that was yeah. pretty cool. That, that was, was cool. That was a good was image. Horrific. Um, but then he, I but loved, Ted was like, "He'll be fine. It, it doesn't matter." His stomach will be full, but everyone's going to be fine. Yeah. You can't well, because die. It, but he wasn't yeah, they can't die. I've got a question yeah. for um, Nicholas uh, Perilli. Or just Nick. Damn it. Whatever you want. Okay. Whatever. I, uh, <laughs> then uh, Bill Perilli. Thank you. And, uh, Bill. <laughs> that's, my, that's my uncle. Yeah. And, um, and Brittany. Um, <clears throat> and all these sci-fi uh, stories that I have, and a lot by like the six that I've read. Um, when computers take over, like the Matrix and this one, so the two that I know. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say how, Terminator. Let's let's Termi- get a, the let's three get a that list. I know. The three let's that get I know. A list, bro. There's only six. Yeah. What? He got three. What? <laughs> didn't even mention the Terminator. Yeah. And Matrix isn't even a, like a book. You have a softball on that one. <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> what do the computers want? Oh God. Here That's they. Tricky. What do they want yeah. here? I asked Bill Revenge. and Brittany. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's usually 
like like Nick said, I, I think it is revenge and control. But like, after that, they seem to get it pretty quickly. Yeah, and then after that, what do they do? And then it's just they have to exist alone. They become frustrated most of the time. And they're just it's like AM at the end of the story, he's on he's alone and he's with Ted and it's just God, it's could just you bullshit. imagine being stuck with that guy for the rest of forever? No, he's a giant booger. Still. <laughs> he's just an ass. And I, I love how AM um like giggles when they're fucking. Like that just to me just spoke volumes of how like this 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 the immature mentality kid. of yeah it was the just pissed a pissed off kid, off kid. Yep. did he giggle yeah. or was it their perception of of no, him giggling I think he, like, it was like was literally giggle. like okay. yeah and <laughs> and if you think about you know like who, who has been the the ones who have like pretty much con you know gone on these huge conquests and and fuck shit up it's usually been like teenage or like young 20 year old men who would probably giggle at people fucking yeah. if they were you know i'm so I mean? glad you brought well, up computers teenage 20 no. year old men yeah i mean that's essentially <laughs> right that's yeah. what we're dealing with here it seems like yeah you know and and i mean i don't know that i mean i just think of a, I just think of a kid playing like sim city or yeah the sims or something that's and not it's even just, fair though i got what a magnifying mean? glass with with bugs yeah, exactly. That you know same I mean? thing. Yeah, I mean, and it's just and in like SimCity, you can open a menu, you can click tornado, and a tornado is gonna blow through your city that you just built and destroy everything. Yeah, and you just sit there and you watch it, and you're just like, this is this is cool. I'm I'm into this, and you can just reset it that way, or you can click alien invasion. You can click all the things. See, and I think we got into kind of a, a heated a heated argument about this because, like for me, like SimCity is like The Sims. That's something I played, and we were talking about it, and he was like, well, you know, that was sort of who's like it, a, Nick Nick. Sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> my my name, not you guys. Um, <laughs> but like this idea that Bill. like Sims like was a game that had a very high level of like female participation. Like this is one of the first like beginning games that it? like really drew a female audience. Because if you think about it, it's like it's playing house essentially. And okay, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can see this, it, you know, as opposed to maybe like some of the other like arcade games and things like that. Like this well, is was one it of those before or after Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was, it was, mm, it was after. It was after. after. Sims was after, yeah. Because I remember yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon. The people that were big into that were also big into the Sims. Yeah. I think it was it was a very sort of like specific group that mm -hmm. were that got down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, then we got into sort of this conversation because I think it's this is such a it's a, so interesting because so many science fiction stories that you look at, especially like Gibson or things that are like cyberpunky they start out being things that you are like, this is just what it is. And they end mm -hmm. up being almost sort of like predictive. And we got into this argument and kind of discussion about how, you know, the way that AIM is sort of, or AIM is seen he's as AIM male. Is, he's he's AIM now. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's seen <laughs> as male and kind of the way that he's acting and sort of the way that it's, you know, even the way that Ted is sort of portrayed is very like, that's what the, male predominated gaming culture and the people who are making games and it's like would this be any different like to me i read it as like this is what video game culture is this is what internet culture is because i'm a woman in a in a space that doesn't necessarily always want me and is sure. and so for me reading it it's like ted comes off as sort of you know one of those red pillars slash like you know woman hating yeah, like the comics gate guys yeah. You know, you know he's like, oh, she's yeah. such a slut. She yeah. won't have sex yeah. with me. Blah. Yeah. I had one uh, very last point, and I, I just wanted to ask this because we're a group of writers here, um, and I love having writerly conversations. 
Did we get any uh, Kafka-esque sort of things in any of these scenes? I kept getting these glimmers like, ooh, this is very Kafka-y. He said smell of sulfur, which is a very Kafka, like Kafka says that. Uh, and I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is, uh, this is so... This is so tantalizing to me because I was like, I love it. I, I don't know if anybody else Doesn't, saw it or if it was just me. Um, I know actually my brother Michael came down and that was the first thing he said. He was like, smell of sulfur, huh? A little Kafka. And I, was like, yeah. um, <laughs> I hope he said the, it just like that. <laughs> there was the smell of sulfur, of rancid butter, of oil, slick, of grease, of chalk dust, of human scalps. It's when AIM is fucking with them by just, or Ted, just Ted actually, mm -hmm. sending him all these uh, stimuli. Up, yeah, actually. And it's like overstimulating. So he has to run away and, and be, you know, uh, kind of a baby and cry, and then everybody's laughing at him, and, you know, that's where mm -hmm. his paranoia kind of comes through. The only part that bothered me is when Ted was. Uh, when he woke up and he was like, my name is Gregor Samsa and I'm a bug. <laughs> well, yeah, that was... <laughs> he said, I fled in that same scene. He goes, I fled like a cockroach Yeah, as well. And not only that, he gets into the images of the real fucked up shit, like an, a yeah. razor blade slicing an eyeball and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, oh, that, stuff, that's, yeah. that stuff doesn't bother me because that stuff bothers me so much. It but as, as writers, we know that we all to some degree, maybe it's to a larger degree here. We borrow. And we kind of, right. you know, tip a hat. Oh, and it doesn't bother me. Us. I thought it was cool. You, <laughs> just, you just said it bothered you so much. No, the, the image itself, oh. the actual oh, image yeah. bothers me. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a really not a good image. I'm clear. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, All right. I we were like, jump across the table here. <laughs> you know, sometimes. It didn't bother me, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Slice my eyeballs. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'll do it myself. I'll fuck do you. it my damn self. <laughs> Give me that exacto And <laughs> internet culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So right, let's so let's wrap it up. Let's close. Let's. Uh, I guess I, I went first. So Nick and Britt. Go writerly stuff. Okay. Final thoughts. Final, Final thoughts, thoughts on the story. Yeah. Ah oh, Jesus. I don't know. I think I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I think it's a little bit too close to home. I think nowadays, if you think about it, as like. This could potentially be where we end up, but like, Jesus. you know, whatevs. It'll happen <laughs> or it won't. <laughs> so you guys, either be dead or trapped inside a computer. Well, it forever. made me think <laughs> of Cambridge Analytica and stuff like that, like where literally <laughs> AIM knows how to fuck with them because it's yeah. been gathering data on how to fuck with humans. Yeah. Like that's why it was made to see how to yeah. fuck with humans during the Cold War so that we can fuck with humans. And that's the killing data that it has. Like, that's mm -hmm. why it exists. I, um, yeah. I was going to say, I'll leave you with how many times a day do you need to convince a robot that you're not a robot in order to see your own information online? Like, just think about that. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. think about this story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Absolutely. See, yeah. that's nightmare stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Closing thoughts, Nick. Uh, um, well, I guess going back to the... Um, whether or not this he's critiquing the stereotypes or or is actually a racist or a misogynist, um, I'm sure he is in some ways. But um, I do think it ends on a, on a rather humanist um, action in that Ted kills the other four to save them, and he's expressing um, happiness that yeah. they are saved, and that's yeah. So that's something. That's Even a, though, that's a and heart. he's fucked after he's that. He's fucked, fucked for, yeah. for for eons after that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I and and I agree. And I I thought it was it was, and I don't know if he was hearkening back to this either, not to tie it in, but you know, H. G. Wells, the time machine, where essentially the people that they, he meets when he goes so far in the future are Ted, right? Eons after, right? right? Yeah. That's who he meets. Mm -hmm. You know, this mm -hmm. blinded sort of like just small, weak. 
just translucent glob, yeah. you know, and 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 that's. I thought that was cool. I really enjoyed that, and I agree. I think that there he does end on a very humanist sort of. No, absolutely, Gregorio. Um, this is the second story in in fairly recently, fairly recently that I've I've read um, that I think I liked or I think I thought was profound, and at the same time I thought was mean spirited and shitty. Um, <laughs> I felt the same interesting way. Interesting dichotomy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's weird because I read Annihilation. By Jeff sure, Vandermeer. Sure, sure. Yeah. I've only seen the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I loved the concept. I still love the concept. I loved the film that came from it. Yep. The film um, was good. I thought, so good. Ripped off Lovecraft a little bit. But I hated it at the same time. I thought it was frustrating as fuck to read. Which This story as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, and at the same time, it, it, it made some assertions. Less so than Annihilation. But this one said some shit that I just didn't jive with. Sure. Um, yep. So, <laughs> two was born nineteen thirty four. That's not to you know discount it, but uh, in my it's uh, greatest my, generation, bro. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to fuck me up with that. Yeah, in my mind, it's it's certainly worth a read, and it's certainly worth a conversation because I mean, look yeah. what we got out of this exactly thing that I don't know if I liked or not. Right. So. Right. And and yeah, I'll I'll just echo what everybody's really really been saying. I think it's absolutely worth a read. I th- I think that. You don't even, it's one of those ones where sometimes I'll, especially with Lovecraft, and that's why I kind of mentioned that to remind myself, but with with him, I'll, I'll like remind myself, wow, this was like almost 100 years ago, or it was 100 years ago, and, and wow, look what he was thinking about then. And this is more at the dawn, like to see people kind of extrapolate the internet and those that new technology and see what what might come of this to take it to this place i thought was really really interesting and 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 honestly it it shook me just a little bit to think what am i allowing to happen and i think that was the biggest takeaway for me is like these are the creators and they've done this and they've not only allowed this they facilitated it so what have i what do i allow to happen in my day-to-day and what am i facilitating worse yet you know, um, in, in, in this sort of realm. And, and I don't know. I don't know if that's like the father in me thinking like, fuck, but also like just as a human, yeah. like what what are we allowing to go down? What is what are we facilitating? Neutrality, all that kind of stuff kind of just it, it really brings it up. I feel like it's 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 like a it's like a flood and the river's brown because it's ripped up all the shit that's on the bottom. I'm going to uh, add my final thought. Again, Gotta get the last um, word, I don't think we allow anything. I think that's a humanist uh, or a human thing to feel like we allow things. I don't think we allow anything. I think it's we just man made thing. Technology's man made. Yeah, we don't allow it. We just we just <laughs> we we only facilitate it. You said we like like on a day to day. Do you wake up? We don't. I don't allow anything. I just use things that exist. Right. We don't allow anything. Like right. maybe you don't allow kids to like text each other in class, but that's about it. You know. Sure. In the grand scheme of things, if 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 an aim was going to exist, take over, it's exist. we have no person to person to person. We're not we're not allowing anything. That's just going to exist. Well, I think at times we do give up certain freedoms, and we give up 
or a, I think we do allow certain things to happen where there's checks and balances in, in, in place. And, and, and if we're accepting of certain things or even encouraging because we continue to purchase, I think our money is sort of in a capitalistic society, our biggest bargaining chip. And when we continue to purchase certain things, they're going to continue to push that technology yeah. further and further and further. So when you have the voice activated, when you have these different things that are identifying who you are, right? Like if I, if I want to get and access my bank account, I don't even need anything but a fingerprint or even my voice. Mm -hmm. And then when we're identifying that and able to manipulate that, turn it to code, what else can you turn to code? You know, if you can turn my consciousness to code and turn that and put that into a... I a, want that. And, turn, and put that into a, that. a robot body and stuff like that. Like, where, where's the line? We're not in the Dolly situation anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're actually enabling that by saying, yeah, fucking make my life easier. Yeah. And when we do that, I really feel like we're actually giving up some of our freedoms every time we say, make my life a little yeah, more convenient. Yeah, you just chip away. You just chip away and chip that, away. But chip that's away. what I'm arguing. So I'm not really allowed. saying we're actually like signing something. Well, we are. We're we a hit, part of it. We, we are signing things off every by, single time. By, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's more my argument is, is that, is that the, the, the more we do that, throw our money at it or just let it happen, Right, like I almost got fired because I wouldn't fucking <laughs> agree <laughs> to not using the old school punch card anymore yeah, and using yeah. your fingerprint. Like they literally were like, "You can't be a butcher any longer if you don't do the fucking fingerprint, Mahalik." And I was like, "Well, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm down. I can't fucking do it." You know, and it was it was tough. It was really tough. So they ended up giving me a code that I could punch in instead. Because I, I really, I don't know. Maybe I'm a psycho, but I, I just, I, no. can't, I can't get down with these things that we keep giving. But I need the likes. Yeah. <laughs> I need them. But you know what's really funny, though, too, is because you don't even, you don't think about, like, the people who are creating it either. So it's like, yeah, not only are you giving this stuff away, but you're giving this stuff away to an unknown person and their unknown it's stereotypes and their man. unknown, like, prejudices. And, like, that's one of yeah. the big reasons why everyone's like, you can't make, like, robot cops because the people who make the cops are automatically going to put their stereotypes, their prejudices, their unconscious. Whether they know it or not. Right, exactly. And RoboCop was a hero. I mean, that's <laughs> okay. He RoboCop Four is in pre-production because RoboCop Three wasn't bad enough. <laughs> I think we wow. all, I think we all have very little mouths that scream, but they're easily silenced. That's why you should unionize. Yeah, one collective scream. Uh, Supreme Court rule: we're not allowed to anymore. Yeah, and uh, that's our podcast <laughs> for our today. Podcast. We'll catch you next week, guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> love you. Cheers. 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 Great to see you. So glad. Nick and Britt came by. Um, don't forget to follow us on the internet <laughs> <laughs> at facebook.com slash book record beer podcast on Twitter at book record beer and on Instagram at book.record.beer. We're on iTunes. We have allowed all sorts of computer and programmers and faceless entities to join our little staff here. The fuck are you doing? Anyway, remember, <laughs> folks, the internet is just a series of tubes. Have a good night. We'll travel in tubes. <laughs> <laughs>